Interview with the Podcast Vampire is a retrospective on the filmography of living legend Tom Cruise, hosted by Dale underscore A, Jonesy Loves Beer, and Slim. Nineteen eighty-six. Top Gun. We're back once again to talk about the historic filmography of one Tom Cruise. I'm here with dear friend, uh, film historian Jonesy loves beer. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And Dale underscore A, who has long studied the films of the 1980s, the people in them. And welcome back. It is great to be back to discuss once again Tom Cruise. You can find Dale on Kick. Uh, Ali Sheedy fan is his moniker. Uh, kick him today. <laughs> what is Kick? Is that the Skype yeah. chat? <laughs> you use Kick? <laughs> you use Kick. That's what you're telling us. <laughs> what is going on here? Jensi, once the flood comes yeah. for 40 days and 40 nights, your kick <laughs> files are in the cloud and out and about. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, boy. Tom Cruise, we're getting into the heat and the meat of Tom's filmography. We're, st- we're, we're finally into the goods, as they say. I mean, let's. we should probably do give this synopsis for Top Gun first. I was ready to spout off at the mouth, but... <laughs> Jonesy, oh boy, Jonesy! Please, can you indulge us? Uh, put the kick app down for one moment. <laughs> I just want to say, when Carrie Andrews draws the book of my life, that music will be playing in the background. Uh, so, Pete Mitchell is a young hotshot pilot. Dare you say a maverick in the air? Uh, he and his partner Goose, his uh, I what I what about his navigation officer? You know his. Uh, co-pilot in the wonderful jet, uh, the F-14 Tomcat, uh, which lines are just beautiful and beautifully shot in this film, Uh, much like Slim's uh, burgeoning mane, just a beautiful (laughs) thing to to witness. Uh, So Pete Maverick, if you call him Mav, as he's called, sure, you know, informally among friends, Mav. Uh, he saves the life of the top pilot in the Navy. Yeah, they're all pilots, Navy pilots on the USS Enterprise. And Tail doing it mouthy style over there. Move, John. <laughs> I'm so scared to continue right now. So scared. Uh, I haven't heard mouthy style on a on a paper keg production in, in a year. I think. I don't even know if I want to go back and find out what that was a reference to. I just his mouth was open wide in anticipation as he played it. That's what made me think of it. He was just like, <laughs> might have to edit that out just for <laughs> su- subtext. <laughs> All right. So Pete Mitchell saves the life 
of uh, the top pilot of the Navy, the captain of the Enterprise, uh, not named Captain Kirk. I thought that was strange. But uh, Strickland from Back to the Future says, you know, even though I think you're, uh, you know, a cheesehead, I'm going to send you to the Top Gun Academy because now you're the number one pilot in the Navy. Yeah, because Cougar lost it, turned in his wings. Come on, Cougar. Come on. Come on, Cougar. Stay with me, Cougar. So, God, that scene went on for 20 minutes, him just trying to get Cougar I mean, if, if you think about it, that was the first fifth of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you think in between takes, like somebody's with a spray bottle spraying Cougar's face? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, just hang with us, Coog. <laughs> just bear with us, Coog. Only a couple more hours of shoots. <laughs> <laughs> so Mav and Goose... Uh, go to the Top Gun training school uh, where uh, the night before classes begin, uh, they're all in their dress whites. Uh, I think as I watch this, I heard uh, Dale's nethers tighten like a snare drum uh, from miles away in South Jersey. So they're in their dress whites, you know, picking up chicks at the bar, and they see this hot, young-ish blonde woman The Pete's going to you know, gonna use his maverick shtick on, and they play, uh, you know, you never close your, uh, you know, the famous scene. Uh, and then you learn that that lady is, in fact, codenamed Charlie. She's the instructor, the civilian leg of uh, Top Gun Academy. So Mav begins to train with the top pilots in the Navy, Tom Skerritt. Uh, you know, looking wonderful for his age in this role, is oh, a fabulous. is a pot, an ex partner of Mav's dad. You learn that he uh, could run. He could run a half marathon with his eyes closed. I mean, yeah, this no problem. problem with his arms. I mean, not even using his legs. He could no just legs. up on no his legs. hands. Guy was in Vietnam. Come off it. So you know, you learn that there's some significant angst. Involving uh, Mav's dad's death, you know, super double te- uh, top secret, and uh, you know that influences the way that Mav flies. Uh, Michael Ironside, that uh, codename Viper, is like a terrible uh, jester. Jester, who was Viper? Was Viper Tom Scarrett? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Dale. Viper. Thank God, Dale is here. To as the uh, Maverick Thank rules God someone was paying attention to the movie as they watched it. <laughs> so Jester kind of uh, is the antagonist of this film as much as there is one. And uh, Mav goes after him a lot. And during one particular training sequence, uh, he's trying to go after Jester. You know, Iceman, Val Kilmer, is ahead of him. And Mav kind of pushes him off to take a, a killing stroke. Jester gets caught in the uh, wash. Is that what it's called, Dale? The backwash? Yeah, the jet wash. Jet wash. So, you know, it causes the F-14 to go into a spiral to which uh, Maverick can't recover from. They go to eject from the aircraft. And in the biggest spoiler of all time, Goose dies, breaks his neck on the canopy mm-hmm. as he ejects from the aircraft and Mav is shaken by this you know he uh you know in the meantime he's started a love affair with charlie he's uh turned to tom scarrett for his advice and uh, you know that secret information that will ruin tom scarrett's career if it ever gets out that he told it 
And at the end, you know, the the not Russians attack somewhere and Mav has to bury it and show his skill as a top gun in order to defend the country. And he does. And Iceman can be his wingman anytime. And Strickland allows him to retire from his duty as the, at the USS Enterprise in order to teach the next generation of Top Guns. Full circle, Top Gun, there it is. So, I mean, this is, this is it. This is where it begins. All right, maybe you saw a little bit of Tom in Legend, all right, flipping around the trees, <laughs> you know, defending Princess Lily's rights against the uh, Lord of Darkness, but this is summer blockbuster Tom Cruise. I mean, he's like a totally different actor in this movie. Mm. From all roles previous. I don't know how... I mean, I don't have the eye for this sort of thing. You know, obviously, I'm not in the business. But how do they see, like, previous Tom movies and go, just be the guy and he's the guy in this? I wonder what this movie would have been without Tom Cruise or who was the other cast. Like, I wonder what their vision for this movie was without Tom. Like maybe well, I wonder what their expectation was because I'm sure this outpaced mm. all Top Gun expectations while filming. Oh like, yeah, you know absolutely. But I mean, I actually think this was like the first time I actually sat down and watched Top Gun oh, myself. Oh my gosh, he, obviously hugely entertaining, and it was probably the most heavy with machismo that I think I've ever seen in a film before. Just oh yeah, oiled up men. Just, you know, spanking each other, playing volleyball, trying to outdo each other. It was intense. But, uh, uh, you know, Tony Scott, man. There it is. I mean, that's that's what it is. R.I.P. It goes from Ridley Scott to Tony Scott, the Scott brothers. Ridley Scott. That's probably where they, they, probably, probably where they saw it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They were probably having drinks, having Mai Tais, and mm-hmm. they said Tom's perfect for this role. And Mai Tais are, you know, classically associated with the Scott Brothers as their drink, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, Everybody you know. knows that. The the Tom Skerritt character, I actually, well, I, I'll leapfrog to Jester. Jester is kind of billed as like the maybe villain to Tom, but he is has every right to want to kick Tom Cruise out of this thing. He's reckless. He's going get, to get somebody killed. He does oh, get yeah. somebody killed. You like when you watch this as a kid, you're like, Yeah, go, Maverick. Don't follow the rules. And now that you're an adult with children, mm-hmm. you're like, That guy needs to be stopped. I would have like, kicked him out forever. <laughs> period. <laughs> he would never fly again if I was Jester. And then Scarrett, who we don't know why he's given him a pass, but we finally find out later when they're taking that walk after Tom quits the Top Gun for some reason. And He's walking, and there's like a weird audio dubbing that takes place, like right when he's about to tell him the reason. He's like, "You know, I could get kicked out. Uh, I can get court-martialed if I if I tell you what I'm about to tell you." You know, Tom, I know your dad, and I was like, "Why are you telling him this? You could just get kicked out." He just like breaks it to him all willy nilly, like while they're taking this long walk. So this kid that he's met for about a week and a half, he's like, "I totally trust this kid not to stab me in the back." 
Because he's shown that but, he's a trustworthy individual with other yeah, people's lives. Look, I'm not. I don't condone Pete Mitchell's uh, bravioso uh, demeanor in, in behind the the stick of a thirty million dollar plane that the taxpayers pay for. But mm-hmm. we are not us three naval aviators. We don't see the special skills that Maverick possibly possesses and can bring to the table. All right, there's uh-huh. a whole Dale lot of Andrews, uh, top kind apologists. There's a whole gentlemen. lot of humdrum going on about this movie, <laughs> and I will have none of it. I will. Oh, I obviously loved it, but there's just certain scenes. I felt like there was a decided lack of chemistry between uh, Charlie and Maverick. Agree, Charlie. We go to the famous scene where the the guys sing, which I thought really was just over the top, outlandish. Like, why would these people just break into song for this one woman that they have no idea who is? For Tom's sake. And the, the problem is, they're out to impress Charlie because they're pilots. They're in a Navy bar. Everybody is wearing a uniform. 75% of the bar drinking population is, an, is a pilot. Uh-huh. And, and Tom is just waiting for her to find out that he's a pilot. So she gets all mush and... <laughs> They go in the bathroom and bang on the on the uh, the knee high counter that holds the paper towels. <laughs> That's what he was expecting to have. Like he follows her into the bathroom, yeah, into after, the women's bathroom after she pretty much denies him. Like pretty, not even pretty much. Yeah. Like just flat out, leave me alone. He follows her into the women's bathroom. In another in another uni- film universe, he's arrested for yeah. sexual oh, assault. Yeah. And the movie, he becomes like a like a stalker. And in the real world, his face is being tweeted and retweeted. <laughs> Look at this creepo that yeah. didn't understand that I said no. Here's his face. Oh, Someone find out what his name is and rank. He's going to have let's, him. Let's shame him out of the military. Right, exactly. He would have deserved it. He would have absolutely, absolutely deserved it. Absolutely would have deserved it, yeah. But but they had they had like next to no chemistry. I don't understand what she saw in him uh at all but and then there was like a few funny scenes where like they start to date obviously and it like could ruin her career if it gets out so they just go out to a diner together i think with like another couple with goose's wife throwing their careers into the line of fire for this lackluster fighter pilot But I couldn't. I couldn't believe that she would w- just go out into public. She's like basking in it. She's learning, you know, about Goose and their relationship with Mav. She's soaking in it, and she like doesn't care. Like you could be fired. Your career's finished. Maybe it. Uh, maybe it wasn't a Navy diner like the Navy bar that they were in. <laughs> they drove three hundred miles <laughs> right, to a diner exactly. that that they could eat in. Well, come on, they flew. The thing that really got my goad was uh, Charlie completely. Throwing him under the bus in the uh, when they're analyzing his moves against the MiG twenty eight at the beginning of the film when he was inverted, mm-hmm. uh, she totally, totally knocks you his missed performance. Dale, Dale just mimicked the hand gesture from the film thank you. perfectly. Thank you, Josie. Yes. And has the biggest s eating grin on his face of of satisfaction I've ever seen him have. They were uh, communicating. Why do you think? Why do you think she did do that? She threw him under the bus, made him look like an like an a-hole well i think she was doing it too because she obviously can't be associated with him but 
when she chases him down through traffic and says that she loved she she was amazed by what he did up there i feel like that could have at least you know carried over into the boardroom when jester was eating him alive and uh iceman the draco malfoy of top gun <laughs> constant nemesis to maverick I mean, he might as well. He, you could probably dub in the lines. So the rumors are true. <laughs> Harry Potter's returned to Hogwarts. I mean, it was like that kid was a real ass bag. It was. It really was. Potter, Potter. The rumors are true. Metal. The uh, Maverick and I, Goose, what, sir. Top Gun. One of I think my third scene that made me incredulous was when Goose died. And I actually couldn't remember. I had like a childhood memory of like an ambulance going out into the swamps for some reason. So when he got injured and he like was in the water with Goose, I was like, oh man, I wonder if his death scene's coming up in like a few, in like 20 minutes because this can't be it. I think he might be talking about hot shots. (laughs) (laughs) When the the mailman dies and he crashes his plane. It is. I watched that movie like a hundred (laughs) times. And when the mailman stretched out his arms and his legs beyond what a human can to I hold can't his plane together, that you pinpointed that scene correctly. So Goose is in the hospital, and I, at this point, I just assume he's concussed. And even after they say that he's dead, I must have been like on my computer or something. So I still missed it. And I'm like, yeah, man, he's. I wonder if he's ever going to get out of that hospital. <laughs> because of how they're reacting, they don't act like Goose is dead. Yeah. Tom does not act like that. Goose's wife does not act like her husband has just died. Right. It was appalling to me how that scene transpired. It's almost like the only reason why they have Maverick standing in front of the sink in his underwear so Tom can't scare it can tell the audience, you know, Goose is dead, right? Because Tom Cruise already <laughs> knew that Goose was dead. So everybody I knew but the Sc- audience. I think Scarrett was even looking into the camera when he said that, too. <laughs> Just so you guys know out there. You guys know he's dead. You saw that was his neck snapping, not... He, he was not unconscious being lifted out of the uh, ocean. He was <clears throat> dead. But, I mean, if Tom Scarrett tells me anything in a tank top with his sunglasses with the bands on the back so he could take it off from his ears. Oh, how, yeah. how about that blouse he was wearing when Tom went to visit him at his house oh, and they went God. on that walk? <laughs> Wonderful. The, that ribbed, was... the ribbed bottom blouse. Oh, <laughs> that man. That's amazing. <laughs> Got some God, his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> what if, you know what, what I was truly excited for when this movie ended? was the rumored sequel that goes to see Tom as the instructor because, man, that would be amazing if they end up making that film. Can you imagine just him just teaching class fools of maniacs? Yeah. Maniac pilots? Like, go ahead, take that chance. He no longer lets, he no longer lets anyone in who flies correctly or follows <laughs> right. the rule book. Yes. It's all crazy a-holes. But what would, the, what would like, the plot be? Like, I can't picture right. a Tom Cruise vehicle... That just follows like jet planes. It's got to be bigger than that. The like, MiGs I need espionage. Return. Yeah, the MiGs. I need like Tom getting called up to track down these mystery villains in black. Like he's like a black ops mission. Somehow. Rogues, if you will. Yeah. 
Maybe a nation of rogues. Also, what 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 world were we just having rando like enemy pilots just flying over and we need to go after? I feel like it's just like a fantasy land. Late 80s. Could be anybody. <laughs> yeah, communists of some kind. Sure. Yeah, it's uh I Tom Gunn may be the Tom Cruise movie that I've seen the most. I remember there was a stint a couple years where the VHS would just be in the VCR and I would I would watch like 45 minutes of it before school every day, come home finishing, finish it, etc. Like I found myself just quoting every line when I was rewatching it for the show obviously because I need to mm-hmm. I absolutely need to watch it for the show, but yeah. Just a um, a wonderful f- per- performance by Tom Cruise. I mean, <laughs> took your breath away, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we might need to watch Hot Shots again for the show. Yeah, we might need to. <laughs> I can't believe. I mean, the the guy, the people at Hot Shots did their job then because. <laughs> They parodied. Those movies were yeah. amazing. Tra- like, where would Charlie Sheen be without Hot Shots? Yeah, that's true. Where? There you have so, it. So, shall, shall I give you the best of the IMD trivia? Please. IMDb trivia. Mm-hmm. This one, you're gonna you're gonna poop your pants. Char- Charlie's older mandate at the officers' club is the real life Viper, Peter Pettigrew. Wow. Whoa. From yeah, Hogwarts, oh, fame. witchcraft, and wizardry, <laughs> his retired <laughs> Navy pilot and Top Gun instructor, and shot down a MiG during the Vietnam War. Wow. He served as a technical consultant for the film. Hmm. Uh, another good one is in the actual Top Gun school. Uh, if you were to quote the movie, you have to pay a five dollar fine <laughs> to the school. Uh, there was only ever. Two missile launches authorized by the Navy to be used in the film. A miniature crew did the rest, and it was so well done, the Navy commissioned an investigation to see if the filmmakers had broken the uh, agreement and fired more than one missile. Wow. Charlie is based on a real person, Christina Fox, from the Top Gun School. I need Tom Skerritt trivia. Um, I'm looking. Matthew Modine turned down to the role of Maverick. Good. Could have been a different movie altogether. This movie would have flopped. Dale, what's your favorite Matthew Modine film? Oh, <laughs> uh, my gosh. I've maybe seen two. The Fabulous Baker Boys. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket. Good choice. Oh, let's see. Uh, director Tony Scott wrote a personal check for $25,000 to the commander of the aircraft carrier in order to capture one shot for the film. What does the commander just cash Yeah, the guy could be bought off. That sounds (laughs) shady as all get out. Okay, this is a good one here. One one I like. Michael Ironsides, during the DVD commentary of the film, said that he was so convincing uh, as an officer uh, that he would routinely (laughs) command the uh, young... Uh, crew aboard the ship and they would do what he said because they weren't sure whether he was an actor or not. Can you imagine like uh, being that big dating dating Michael Ironside's kids <laughs> like and finding out that he's the father? Yeah, really. Good grief. Now get your butts back above the hard deck. Back to base. 
Is that a sound? Was that a Michael Ironside soundboard that you just yeah, clicked I, on I mean, and opened up? I couldn't. I can't replicate it, but that was Michael Ironside inside his uh, his house, his, his home, no, his his airplane. I forget what what they weren't flying Migs on the uh, <clears throat> the Alliance, the Allies side, but whatever he was using to replicate the Migs. Here's another good one. Uh, we have Louis Gossett Jr. was considered for the role of Viper. Oh. Uh, Gossett, however, did get a chance to play the older mentor type in his 80s Airjet film, mm-hmm. Iron Eagle. Wow, there's like eight of those movies. There is, yeah. Isn't there one where they steal old-timey planes? I feel like that's a movie. Iron Eagle 6, old-timey. <laughs> old-timey planes. So it looks like it's all I have here. It's good enough. Good enough for me. Epic episode. Jonesy, what's next on our uh, Tom Cruise list here? Uh, it's got to be a big one. A you're going to have to cut, cut this for a second because I have to go back to our, our boys' uh, IDB page. It is uh, The Color of Money. Oh. Mm. Wow. Hits keep on coming. After that, you know, cocktail, which we've already recorded, but I would highly recommend we record it again. <laughs> Who knows what kind of... We should do a director's commentary of our own episode of Cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how meta is that? That's great. I remember the. I remember getting some great clips to edit into that episode specifically. Run to the shelter of your love. We'll see everybody next time for The Color of Money. <laughs>